Hey, BSBOT, some number. Gregory, I've been COVID casting for over two weeks now, but it is confirmed as of today. Are you proud of me? Uh, I mean, you finally have an excuse right? for being subpar. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Like, there's there's silver linings to this, right? Like, oh, all those times I was bad over the past two weeks and four years, four years and seven months. Like, those are all excused now. Like, I just wipe them off because I'm COVID positive. And I'm positively doing a great job. You can tell I'm sick, right? Yeah. Okay, great. Um, no, I, 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 honestly, you sound the same you always sound. I it, don't know if that's just because your mood drops when we start talking or whatever, but I always you sound no different. You always bring me down to where I really am. The fun part is that I found that like lump below my lower right, right rib cage or whatever it was. Uh, and then I did a telehealth call from a car where they were like, can you take off your shirt? And I was like, I'm in a car. It was really fun. Anyway, don't Google that because it's going to tell you you'll die. So that's been my past couple of days. Really good times. Having a great time. Just wish there were sports. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. Um, there are sports. It's called, they're playing in Germany. Uh, soccer starts next week, right? Is that what's going on? Uh, yeah, next weekend. And that guy who got tested six times in a row and pos- tested positive every single time, no longer positive. Let the boys play. Yeah, but he plays, he plays, he plays in Italy. No, never mind. <laughs> where players are continuing to test positive. I think... Fiorentina had three more players test positive today. Sampdoria had a couple more players test positive and they test, today. They test like every day. What the hell? Go, what goes on over there? Germany. Germany has tested just about every player in the league. Got it. Uh, Italy. Their test. I don't know the numbers in Italy. I know they're testing a lot, but I don't know the exact numbers. But I, with the the Bundesliga in Germany, that I mean. Players have been tested 1,700 times. That's crazy. You can you can do the math that there aren't 1,700 players in the Bundesliga in the two divisions combined. So it's it's impressive, and it's the reason why they're opening. And people who are getting frustrated looking at Korean baseball, looking at Taiwanese baseball, looking at German soccer, people are looking at these leagues feeling frustrated that the U.S. isn't opening or as close to opening as those places are. And look, guys, it comes down to one simple thing. Which is breakaway. They're Brought testing. To you by. Yeah, they're testing. Yeah. Two people in all of South Korea tested positive yesterday. Two. Two? Two. Two. The whole continent? That's one more people than you know that tested positive on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> wow. When you think about it, we are half yeah. of South Korea for testing. Ryan, you and Diana represent all of South Korea. It's <laughs> we we stand together with South Korea and having yeah. it, we, we uh it's like a pledge drive we decided we'd match them so Diane and I figured we'd match the COVID uh, infection for them yeah and it's again I think we talked about it on Monday where yep. we're gonna basically all sports should follow the NBA and all sports owners should follow Mark Cuban look at what Mark Cuban did this week right NBA is allowing training facilities to open to small groups of players. And Cuban said no, because we can't test asymptomatic players. And if we can't test everybody, it's not worth the risk. So the Mavericks just aren't going to open. doesn't matter if the league opens. The Mavericks aren't opening. Good. Honestly, good. That's great news. Yeah, I just, it, it, guys, like, if you're, looking, if you're looking for a light at the end of the tunnel, it's there, but we're really far out. We're still a couple miles away. A couple right? miles. So the news today, the news today is the Larry Brooks article said, the leader in the clubhouse, which how many 
third straight week, I think we've had a different leader in the clubhouse when it comes to love leaders. What in the, the NHL is going to do, right? Yep. Last week, oh my God, I need to stop saying right. I've said it at least four times. Right. Already. I'm in. I'm in that mood. You, I'm on a conference call all day with many people. Uh-huh. You find yourself getting in ticks and crutches when it comes to your language. Anyway, this time last week, what what were we angry about? Um, the, the Rangers, Rangers missing the playoffs, hit. but also we're going to pick 13. Yeah. No. Well, the this time last week we thought the Rangers were going to pick seven. Bro, every day is the same, and I've been <laughs> I've been really like exhausted for like two weeks. I'm full. I don't nap. I know we've we've talked about naps before, right? Like you're you're. I used to be a big nap guy. I'm yeah. not so much anymore. Now that I work normal hours, I don't nap. I know I'm fucked up when I nap. So when I just start randomly falling asleep, and I I expect this when I'm in my fifties to just pass out anywhere, and I'm I'm looking forward to it honestly. But right now I know when I nap, I'm fucked up, and I've been napping a good amount. Uh, so that's how I know I'm sick. It's just like randomly falling asleep on the couch at five o'clock. It's like, oh yeah, I'm actually really tired and sick and achy and. This whole thing sucks. I mean, I, I have it pretty good considering. Um, I haven't had, had no breath issues, but I feel like a train has fucking sucked all my energy. It just hit me. It's like I just got stabbed by a train. I don't even know what I'm yeah. saying. <laughs> I, I, uh, when I worked that early morning shift, naps, uh, they were unavoidable. Crush. I would just hit one. I would hit a wall at one o'clock in the afternoon, and my body would decide you need a couple hours. So, but now that now that I've been working normal hours, almost. A full year now. I honestly, there are a couple NFL Sundays. I think I just got tired and napped, but I can't remember the last time I came home from work and just took a nap or anything like that. Since quarantine, it's almost like I'm too bored to nap since we started working from home. Mm-hmm. But anyway, this time last week, Ryan, yes, you were upset sorry. that the top six teams from each division would get into the playoffs. Correct. And the Rangers were seventh wouldn't get in, but it meant the Rangers were probably picking seventh. The week before that, we were talking about hubs and starting the regular season. North Dakota. Where the Rangers would be playing in Raleigh or, um, yeah, Raleigh, because that's where the Hurricanes are. And that would have been the Metropolitan Division's hub. That was two weeks ago. So the, the, the rumor du jour for this week is best 12 teams in each conference make the playoffs. And the Rangers qualify under that doesn't matter if you're in the Atlantic or the Metropolitan. The Rangers are top twelve in the East. They'd be in the playoffs. That's the Larry Brooks rumor of the day. Uh, will it? Will this be the case this time next week? No, no, sure won't. In this we'll scenario, who plan. who would we play? That I don't know. Because um, think about it. If it's if it's twelve teams, so we'd be playing the one seed, which is the Bruins. No. I don't know if the Rangers are the 12th team in the East. I don't Fuck, think I can't even are. check this on NHL standings because I can't do math. God damn it. Uh, but you have to assume 12 teams. Yep. Four likely get buys, which means, yeah, four would get buys. So the top four teams would probably get a buy. And then the last eight basically play to decide who gets to play the top four. I think the Rangers would be uh, the 10th seed in the East. Meaning they would play the three seed, which no, would be... they play the they play the six because again the top four teams. Got would it. Buy. Got it. So they would play the. So it would be six. It would be six ten, uh, five. Oh Jesus Christ! Oh God, man, this is so tough. But uh, uh, all in five, all, I think five, I figured 11, it out. Five five eleven six ten. I can't do all that. guys taller. Five. All guys taller than me. I think we play the Penguins. There you go. 
Enjoy. <laughs> Enjoy. Um, so no, hold on, hold on. I got it. I got it. I got it. Okay. Five twelve. Uh huh. Five twelve. Yeah. Six eleven. Seven ten. So who's the seven? It's the seven. Uh, the penguins have eighty six. The seven would be. Huh, looks like, like we would play the Hurricanes or the Blue Jackets. They're tied at eighty one. Or the Maple Leafs. So the Hurricanes. Because three teams are tied at 81. So the Maple Leafs, Hurricanes, or Blue Jackets are tied at 81. And it would probably come down to how many regular season games every team played or something it's like that. Something like or, that. Yeah, so you can't even get a, uh actual reading on who the Rangers would play. You're just three teams. I mean, if it was Rangers, Hurricanes, you'd feel good about it. Yeah. If I it would. was Rangers, Blue Jackets, I think it would be 50-50. And if it was Rangers, Maple Leafs, the Maple Leafs would be favored. Yeah, but we play well against the Leafs. and. I don't know. I, th- these teams aren't going to be anywhere near the same as they were during the season. Everyone's out of shape. Everyone is. Everyone, everyone's out of shape. Uh, we we don't know how many players would be able to come back and play immediately. We don't know if the European players would have to do extra weeks of quarantine. We don't know what would happen if other players would test positive. Honestly, we still don't know how these players would even be tested in the first place. We're a long ways off. It's interesting. If... I think Ranger fans would have a lot easier of a time swallowing the fact that their lottery odds are fucked if the Rangers are somehow involved in a playoff scenario. Uh, I just, it's every week that we get a new playoff scenario. So it's hard for me to take this one more seriously than the other seven that we were given before this. It's, we're just not at this point yet where we should, we shouldn't, we should just cancel the fucking season. Like, yeah. I don't understand. This doesn't we, make sense. We, we can't talk about hypothetical playing situations because the mechanism for these teams to play don't exist. And we're not even remotely close. That's, no. it, it, that's, that's the problem with all this. It's, I would love to talk about what a 12-team playoff would mean for the New York Rangers. I would love to talk about what the Rangers lottery odds mean because the Rangers are either in or out of the playoffs. It's just... We're so far away from being physically able to complete a hockey game that it's it's almost meaningless. That there's no there's no timeline. It doesn't exist. It is a little so bit what, crazy. What are we, why are we doing this? I, it's a good question. We do host this podcast every week, twice a week, and it's like, well, I don't really know. I the only thing I do know, and in, in my heart of hearts, I have no inside information, and allegedly, is the NFL will play all sixteen weeks, and I know they're doing the, oh, yeah. the three hour or maybe 14 weeks. They're doing the three-hour schedule release tonight because everyone's so desperate for content, but I'll wait. I'll wait. I've never heard of, any, I've never heard of a sadder thing in my entire life. Three I, hours, man. I, I, look, we all have three hours to burn right now, every single one of us. I don't know, dude. Uh, ex- with the exception I can make some counterpoints. Healthcare. There's like a lot of good stuff on Netflix. There's a lot of good books out there. Like, look, there are... any book. Literally any book. Nip. If you want, If you want to play with yourself for three straight hours – more useful than watching a schedule reveal. We already know what every who every team is playing. We know the 16 teams the Jets are going to play this year. I don't give a shit what order they play in. I don't care. I'm not going to Ryan, here's the thing. We knew I'm last year what what teams they'd play this year. I'm not going to know who's playing who until the week of. Right. And then I'll figure it out. I, I've never once in my life looked at a schedule. The only time I pay attention to schedules is when I'm doing my fantasy football draft. And I need to know when players have bye weeks. Also, over, that, I think over-unders is fun to do, at least when you look at the schedule. I love doing the Mike and the dog. But, like, you know, it's it's May 7th. But even then, Ryan, we, you you don't need to tell me the order in which those games are played. You just need to tell me who they're playing and where. And we already know that. Like, we could do over-unders right now 
because we know every team's home and away lineup. Yeah, we just true. don't know in which those games happen. Like, we don't know if the Cowboys have a three-game road trip in November. Does it matter? Not really. Probably not. Are you, You're not watching. I'm not fucking watching. No. I don't care enough. No, dude. I'll be doing some nerdy shit. Positive. Or I'll be sleeping. It's one of them. I, I don't care enough. I, I I would watch some sports things. Like, what is that? Eli Manning is uh, Eli Manning and Peyton are doing, like, some golf tournament with Tiger Woods or some shit. That might be fun. Uh, Tom, I think I thought it was Brady and Pey- Peyton. Oh, maybe it's Brady. I think Eli's going to be there, too. I just don't know why. Someone said I'm the Eli Manning of podcasting today, and I said, what? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, like... no, it makes perfect sense because you're – when stacked up against the best of the best, you're probably right. mediocre. I, I do not some, make the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Athletes. Right. You just I, keep getting act. It's true. Somehow it's like I got a ring, and then I somehow got a second one. Was the Athletics signed us. It was like we became the best Ranger podcast check, and then the Athletics signed us. Like, cool, I got two rings, but no one really cares. <laughs> I was like, does, this, does, that, does that make me the Plexico Burris where I probably have some talent, but I'm too big of an idiot to actually follow through on said talent? The craziest, actually, that works way too well is because you have all the tools, but you just shoot yourself in the leg. You know what I mean? All the time. Yeah. Love it. You can't, you can't help yourself. Like, you had to bring that Glock to that nightclub. You could. I had to. In my sweatpants. Honest, <laughs> seriously, uh, today was the first day where I think I actually understood gun ownership. Because I made the mistake of watching one of those Murder Hornet videos. And I feel like I need a gun to kill those things. We were actually talking about it. the Murder Hornet video last night. You saw the Praying Mantis video, I'm sure. Uh, where the Praying Mantis takes out. I saw the one where the Murder Hornet takes out the Praying Mantis. But then I saw the sequel where the Praying Mantis got revenge. It's tied 1-1. We're going to need a third. We're going to need a trilogy. We're going to go to round three for sure. I, I'm a big Praying Mantis fan. Fun fact, I used to be minorly uh, a hobbyist of Mantis. I would plant their eggs in my backyard and they protect my garden. This doesn't surprise me at all. Is this when you were doing the terrarium? Nope. This is, uh, they're, they're legitimately great pesticides for protect, protecting gardens. Just saying. Uh, you can buy the eggs on Amazon. So, yes. Uh, but, I have- did you watch the video on how bees work together to kill those hornets? Because I watch that video oh, every yeah. year. They, they, they vibrate them to death. Yeah, and they go like one degree. They, if they went one degree higher, they would die. But it's just hot enough to kill those wasps. Oof. That is great team synergy. Like the coach, yeah. got, coach, the coaching for that team, that's real analytics. I got to tell you, though, if the way to defeat bees is by incorporating more bees, I'm, I'm, I know we're not allowed <laughs> to leave our house now. Right. But that – one way to guarantee that I'm never going to <laughs> Do you know how, like, uh, in the past, and this might still be true, like, they would, they would, like, unleash natural predators to, like, reduce a population of certain things, and then all of a sudden they'd have to bring in the predator for something else. Like, they would release snakes because they had a rat problem, and then they had a snake problem, so they had to release hawks. I like the idea that we were like, oh, we've got bees? More bees. That's what <laughs> we need. <laughs> yeah, but we need we need the Japanese vibrating bee. You yeah. got to get rid of the in order to get rid of the murder hornet. You need to have the Japanese vibrating bee. I still love just how much of a shithole Florida is, where pythons weren't natural to Florida, but so many people in Florida got snakes, didn't want them anymore, released them into the wild, and now there's a python problem in Florida. Like, is there anything more Florida than that? I'm sure there's really something more Florida, but it, that's a top five. It's got to be. It, it, I wonder if we should do a top five, a top ten Florida things episode one day. Because Florida, oh, Florida does get a lot of run on this podcast. Yeah, because it it sucks. It really does suck. Like if we it, it can we do a new, can we do a new Florida, segment or a new podcast you know called This Week in Florida? Because I think that's a good idea. You know what Florida is? Florida is Mississippi with bad PR. Like, I'm sure Mississippi is a more shithole place to live, but 
either Mississippi is so stupid that no one gives a shit about it, or Mississippi at least knows the keep our, crazy. Our one Mississippi listener is like, hey, it's not that bad. <laughs> we we uh, met them. Uh, I, I forgot we had a Mississippi listener. I didn't believe it. It's I true. still don't believe it. Met them in person. Very nice. What do you think? What do you think's more believable? The fact that we have a Mississippi listener or the fact that we're number one in Brazil? It's really close. I think it's more believable that we're number one in Brazil because again, I have a family down there. That's true. So as long as they're it's true. I did want to send Craig uh some screenshots of us beating him on the charts, just so he knows. Like I would just so you know, I could set the president. Like, you know, I know you're my boss, but you know, check yourself. Did you say set the president? <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. Precedent? You wanted, precedent. You wanted a president? Precedent? It's precedent. Precedent. I like you setting the president, though. That's why you're I'm going to set man. the president. <laughs> Two rings, baby. Baby. Uh, I- okay, let's take a quick break. All right, before we get to Craig, it's time. If you're bored of the house, bored in the house, bored, why not spend some time on yourself? <laughs> Our today's sponsor is Manscaped. It's here. And to make sure you're well-groomed above and below the belt, Manscaped promotes a clean hygiene when it comes to shaving thanks to their Lawnmower 3.0. That's right, the Lawnmower 3.0. Manscaped is the only brand dedicated to below-the-waist grooming. While you're probably looking for new things to do, why not make Manscaping part of your routine? Manscaped is forever changing the grooming game with the perfect package 3.0. Get 20% off and free shipping code... The Athletic at Manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping code at Manscaped.com. Use the code The Athletic, and our limited time subscribers get not one, but two free gift cards. The Shed Travel Bag at $39 value and, a, and patented high-performance anti-chafing Manscaped Boxer Briefs. So go to Manscaped.com today and use the code The Athletic. And now, the editor-in-chief of The Athletic himself. I don't, I don't know. Five. Wasn't there like another rager controversy this week where some guy was like, "I've never, I, Hank isn't even a top twenty goaltender." Like, why? Well, I don't want to give that guy the time of day. Me no, either. We're not giving that I, I just day. want. But here's what I actually want to say: I'm not giving that guy the time of day. Why do we even respond? Why do we even care? Everyone knows. I, in in a normal setting, Ryan, I don't know. Like when the when the world is turning in normal times, when we can leave the house, I under I kind of understand it when we have nothing better to do, so we might as well try and embarrass someone online. Yeah, but. If this was a normal time and we were living our normal lives and there were NHL playoffs on TV, that's part of the problem is if there is actual hockey being played, you wouldn't be getting think pieces about who the top five goaltenders in Rangers history is or are or were, right? right? That article doesn't happen now because there's something Ranger related we could actually talk about. The problem is there isn't anything Ranger related for us to talk about because there's no timeline. There's so much uncertainty. The People we think might be available aren't available because we don't know what the salary cap is, blah, blah, blah. So there's nothing to do but be reflective of Ranger history, which gets these kind of conversations going. These if things were normal, we wouldn't we just we wouldn't have the time or the interest to talk about it, right? Because even if the Rangers aren't playing hockey, it's 704 on a Thursday night. I guarantee you we're probably six minutes away from first pitch of a Met game. So I, I have no business trying to get into someone's mentions about what they think of Esposito or Jockamin or Richter or your boy Van Beesbrook. My boy. I don't care. I don't care. I have six minutes before Michael Waka is about to make my night a little bit more miserable. Fifth starter, baby. We don't even have that. 
Is he the fifth? He's the fourth starter now, right? Because of Noah? Yeah, right. no, no Syndergaard's. No, Porcello's the four. Okay. Cy Young so, winner. You, you want to know what uh, our friend Vinny and I have been doing every day? I've, I, was it the, I've been a little out of it, but is it the random trivia thing? Yeah, we've basically been going through the years, and I'm quizzing him to see how many people who got voted for certain awards in certain years, how many he can name. I saw we the got to 2002 two- one, and I, I didn't read it, but I actually don't know o- the answer. It was 03. The NL Cy Young in 03 was a shit show. Give it to me. Uh, oh, boy. Now I need to remember it. If you don't have it, it's okay. Yes. No one cares Eric, that much. Eric, Eric Gagne won. Um, Jesus. Jason Schmidt came in second. Mark Pryor came in third. And Russ Ortiz of the Braves came in fourth. That's a lot Russ of... Ortiz, huh? <laughs> Russ Ortiz came in fourth because he won 21 games. But he also walked 102 batters on the season. That's a yikes. He had a war, a B-war, which is generally more forgiving to pitchers than F uh, is. His B-war was 2.1. And he was fourth in the Cy Young voting. That's a, that's a yikes. Ryan, a year in which Eric Gagne won. Just uh, just awful. Yeah, no, uh, I, there's, there's a lot of those players that just like, who the hell are they again? What what happened? How do I not know who so, they are? It's always it's always fun guessing the players that Vin's going to get caught up on. Uh, in 06, he couldn't remember Chin Meng Wong, who finished second in AL Cy Young voting in 06. Chin Meng Wong finished and second. He won. Uh, he won 18 games, and I think he only lost five. And then he next, was actually fair. And, to be fair, um, 06 is the first year we did 03. We've done 04. We've done 05, and now we've done 06. Of the four years, 06 is the first year where the number one pitcher in terms of war and the number two pitcher in terms of war in the AL finished 1-2. Wow. Started, Johan, analytics Johan, started, started working. But no, it's just <laughs> I think they they accidentally got it right. Johan won the Cy Young, mm-hmm. and Wong had a war over six, and he came in second. And the next year, is it the next year or the year after that where he like ran to first base and tore off his whole entire leg and never pitched again? Yeah, it was, it was, I think it was running home, and he like blew out his ankle, and he never was the same. And that's when we got to think pieces of, oh, the National League should adopt a DH because pitchers can't help themselves, which is still one of the dumbest arguments it's in not the reason. history. The reason is that it's for money. Pitchers can't hit. Why you should get the DH. They can't hit, exactly. Yeah. It's just not fun, uh, in my opinion. Yeah, and the national—I got angry in the National League because uh, Trevor Hoffman finished second in 2006. You love despite Hoffman. being love him. I hate him. It, it, Trevor Hoffman has never done anything to me personally, but I use him as like the bastion of why writers are fucking idiots. He he finished second in Cy Young. He wasn't even the most valuable reliever that year. Billy Wagner had a better year than him that year. Uh, Rookie Takashi Saito had a better year than Trevor Hoffman that year. It was it, – it, it, it drives me mad looking at Trevor Hoffman's career and knowing that he's a Hall of Famer because he – as much as our friend Rick Carpinello could say shit like Larry Walker shouldn't be a Hall of Famer, the most average person in the Hall of Fame is Trevor Hoffman, and yet we allowed it to happen. It's, it's because of the saves number. That's really it. That's it. That's it. It's a made up it's because of a made up stat. Like I get that in in theory all stats are made up, but the save really shouldn't be a stat. I think the it save goes exist. away uh like in the next 10 years. I think we were I don't done think with it. Goes away because it's still it's still a it's a way to get players paid. So it's never going to go away. Got it. Okay. But I think you're more 
your smarter managers are understanding you shouldn't be saving your best reliever for a theoretical ninth inning lead. No, you should save it for when there's two men on base and you're holding a one in, a one four lead. That's it. Doesn't matter. What, doesn't matter what inning the highest leverage happens in. A lot of times, highest leverage happens in the seventh and eighth innings. By the time you get to the ninth inning, the game usually is over. It's ridiculous. And I, yeah, but smart smart managers are realizing that. Like, think about it. Mickey Calloway, not a smart guy, right? Not smart. But he, under, he understood that Seth Lugo was his best reliever. So he just kept using Seth Lugo in highest Seth Lugo, not position. happy about that. But, you know, it's okay. Yeah, Seth Lugo, I get it, dude. I know you want to be a starter. But understand that you're going to get paid because you're the best multi-inning reliever baseball has right now. One of them, for sure. Definitely up there. Um, yeah. I don't actually even know what else to say about the Rangers this week. There's, like, nothing on the radar. I didn't see anything. Um, I think so. I did a little bit more digging into the Eric Lindros hypothetical. Oh, interesting. Uh, I've I've done a pretty with the help of our friend Eric Khan on Twitter. We've done a pretty okay job figuring out what the today's package would be of that trade. It would have basically been Pavel Buchnevich, Jacob Truba, giving the Nordiques the choice between Georgiev and Shesterkin. Mm. So you don't even get which one they get. Okay. Um, plus another NHL caliber piece for the equivalent of Connor McDavid. I'd do that deal. What? You wouldn't think twice about it. No. It would suck it would sting. And you'd have to it it still creates a fascinating list of what ifs, but yeah, you make any trade that gets you Connor McDavid which is why the Rangers back then were going to make that trade. And also, I misspoke last week. The Rangers already had Messier, so they would have had Messier and Lindros going into that cup run. Boy, that would have been a real fun time. Yeah, also, Eric Lindros that year scored 41 goals, had, I think, 75 points total, finished fourth in the Calder race, uh, some guy named Timu Solani, may have heard of him, had more, had 76 goals and 135 points. 76? He won rookie of the year. 76 goals? Of the year. Jesus. Yeah, Timu Solani was pretty fucking good, man. That's awesome. Um, I got nothing else, Gregory. I think that's it. I think it's a little bit of a short one for us. I'm a little COVID. Yeah. So why don't we, uh, oh, I guess we'll tease next week. We are, I won't spoil she, well, it. Uh, I don't. I want to spoil it yet. Okay, we're we're, we're bringing back your, a classic. There you go. Are are uh, are the guests lined up? I know one is. Is the second one lined up? I will confirm. It's very soon. All right. Very soon. You want to record that one early over the weekend? Yes, I believe so. Makes the most sense to me. Makes the most sense. All right, buddy. Well, I hope everyone is staying safe out there. I love you all, and we'll talk to you next week. Bye.